In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Today, in the Holy Gospel, we've heard two accounts of faith. Two accounts of faith even in the face of desperation and despondency. We have Jairus, the ruler of the synagogue, who comes and has what the fathers tell us is an imperfect faith, yet faith nonetheless. He comes to Jesus and even prostrates at his feet and grants a request. But Matthew and Mark uh, give us another detail. He also says, come, not only does he say, come to my house, but he says, come and lay your, touch my daughter, then she'll be healed. He puts parameters around the healing that God can do. He has faith that Christ can heal, but he says, you'll have to be near and you'll have to touch her, obviously, to grant this healing to my daughter. But then we also have the image of perfect faith from the woman with the issue of blood, St. Veronica. She comes having spent her living trying to heal her infirmity. She's gone through all of the, med- all the physicians she can, and still she has this illness. Can you imagine how despondent she was, how at the end of her rope she was? Yet, she is the one who had perfect faith. The crowd presses around Jesus as he journeys with Jairus to his home to heal his daughter, and this crowd is pressing around him. St. Ambrose makes a big deal about this difference, the change in verb from the crowd pressing around and then St. Veronica actually touching Jesus. Obviously, when they're pressing on him, they're, in in the physical sense, touching Jesus, but nothing is happening when they're pressing against him. But when St. Veronica comes with an act of faith, when she comes with the knowledge that he, Jesus Christ, can heal me, and she touches him, and then disappears, like she retreats back into the crowd, power comes out of Jesus, and he stops and calls attention to it. Why does Christ call attention to this act that obviously St. Veronica didn't really want attention called to her? She just wanted the healing and she had faith for that, and then to go about her day. Not being, she was humble. She didn't want the attention. But Christ, knowing that Jairus and the crowd had imperfect faith, wanted to call attention to the perfect faith of St. Veronica. And so Christ does not allow in her humility to stand for her to hide. So he calls attention and says, this is what perfect faith is like. What is that? What is it that St. Veronica did? Though she was at the end of all of her means and at the end of all of her willingness basically to be put up with with what the physicians were trying to do to heal her, she had faith that Christ's power, even if she didn't ask for it, but simply had the faith that he could do it, if she came and touched the hem of his garment, then she would be healed. This is the perfect faith that Christ calls out. Power comes out of him. Christ is not diminished by this. Christ is inexhaustible. And St. Veronica demonstrates this for us today in this gospel. But Christ, even for those of us who don't have perfect faith, not all of us have that faith where we can know that if we go and touch the hem of Christ's garment, we go and do it quietly. Some of us don't have that faith. I know I'm struggling myself to have that sort of faith. I'm more often like Jairus with the sick daughter and more often think of the ways I have to do things or the way this has to happen in order for something, 
for me to move on, make spiritual progress, for me to find a new way in my life. So more often, I'm very much like Jairus, the ruler of the synagogue who obviously knew the scriptures well to be the ruler of the synagogue and saw something in Christ, but yet he still tested him. He still tested Christ. But even if we have the faith that is one that is testing Christ to see if he can do this, and we're putting parameters around him, Christ journeyed with him. He journeyed with him home. And even after, clearly, the rest of Jairus' household had no faith that Christ could raise this daughter, this sick daughter from the dead, Christ doesn't even allow Jairus to speak. He just, he acts in that faith on his behalf. He condescends down to the level of faith that Jairus had, even though the rest of his household had no faith. They had already hired mourners, professional people, to uh, declare the daughter dead and to, to mourn for her. This was a professional position. It means that they planned ahead. They expected her to die. Um, but Jairus, despite all that, goes to Christ and asks for him to do something for him. And so Christ journeys with him and heals his daughter, raises her from the dead. And even in this, this is also, Christ does this in a humble way. He reveals how this happened to nobody but the few disciples. And then Jairus' daughter comes, and there, she's greeted by these, all these professional mourners, these people who are wailing and bemoaning, and who have even mocked Christ. And they, he presents them with, their, with his daughter, who is now risen from the dead, in the foreshadow of how much, how Christ goes down to the depths with us, to the depths of despair, and then the resurrection is there. His power flows from him and is given to us who have faith. Whether we have the faith in the quiet humility of St. Veronica and go and know if we merely touch him, we will be healed. We will touch the nature that he has resurrected from the dead. Because this is what the fathers interpret as the touching of the hem of Jesus' garment. It's She merely began to touch it. She had a contact with it, a brief contact with that healed nature, and her own her body was healed and restored anew, and her soul was healed as well. But even for those of us who don't have quite the faith to make that bold act and to believe that that would happen, Christ journeys with us into our homes, he journeys with us into our lives, goes to the depths of despair where we are mourning, where we see no way out for our own healing, and he journeys with us there. This is the, the faith that we is declared to us in the gospel. We have two. We can see ourselves in Jairus even. Even though he has an imperfect faith, Christ will journey with us and heal us. And those of us who have the sick daughters, maybe that's physically or it could be our own actions. We do not have a perfect way of life. We, we are not, don't have the virtue of perfect faith. But therefore we have the aspects of our daughters. St. Theophilac interprets the daughter of Darius as the sick and imperfect things that the synagogue was reaching for, but it was yet still sick. The fruits of the synagogue were un, unmet because the church had not yet arrived. Christ had not come and given us the church. And in our own lives, we have this in our imperfect virtues and in our imperfect ways of approaching God. Yet Christ is still there and he will journey with us and heal us. If we yet go and prostrate ourselves to him and say, Christ, come heal my, my ill life. Come and heal me. May we each reach
for his garment and prostrate at his feet and in that way come face to face with Christ and have power that flows out from him for our healing and for our salvation.